All right, it's rolling, so. We're rolling. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> What's good, dude? <laughs> dude, life's good. That's good. Like, just trying to flow, all trying right. to go. All right, all What's right. What's good with you? Dude, just chilling, man. Things have been great. Things have been awesome. Yeah. You know, working hard, not hardly working. So. <laughs> working hard, hardly working? Oh, yeah. Is that dude. what they say? Oh, yeah, completely. So you're yeah. doing both. Yeah, trying to take poop on company time as much as I possibly can, so. <laughs> But yeah, dude. Dude, you've been busy, man. You've been working on a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to be busy. Right. But, uh, dude, life's crazy, man. Honestly, life is crazy. Mm-hmm. And once I, like, you think you could start a company at the beginning of the summer. And then you go for it. And then uh, it only kind of works. All right. All right. What do you mean only kind of works? Well, I went into this summer thinking that I was going to make all these things and do all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I ended up making one product that actually sold was my hex nut belts. I'm yes. wearing it right now. I'm not wearing my. That's okay, <laughs> dude. I wear it every day, but it's just sitting at Stella's. Um, Bro, I need to buy another one from you. Those things are so good. Dude, oh man, don't worry about it. Makes I literally have it. one buckle left. Really? Yeah. Damn, bro, you've been selling them like hotcakes. Yeah, I'm mid 54, and there's one left. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. So that's the only thing I've done really well with. Um. Tried to do like those incense holders. That didn't do very good. No. I sold a couple. I sold one dank ass wood one to Logan. Really? He was stoked on that. Damn, bro. Yeah. Hold it closer to your face. Oh, yeah. My yeah, bad. You're good. you're good, dude. Here we go. But, um, and then I made that table. Dude, that table's dope. <laughs> is that a live fish in there or is it fake? I wish it was a live fish. Okay, I, that I couldn't crazy. tell, bro. It looks pretty real. No, dude, it is this guy on Etsy. He just had like these action figure fish. I was just really? like on Etsy one day, like, huh, real life fish. Just found these plastic fish. They're pretty legit. No way. <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro. I still have two more, so I might try to make two more tables. I uh, just got my haircut from this guy named Mark Valencia down okay. in uh, Springville. And he said he has some rich ass homies that want a fishing table. Are you so serious? he's going to show them the picture Damn, of bro. that one that I sold to my homie. And. See what they say. Hell yeah. I would be mad about a couple grand. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. How much time did it take you to make one of those? Oh, too much, dude. Really? And I, like, all the money I spent was literally... So, I barely made any money on that thing. I maybe made, like, 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's because... So you sold that first table? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sold it for 900 bucks. Damn. And it cost me... I was probably making, like... I shouldn't say I made 80 bucks. I was probably making, like five to ten dollars an hour on that thing because i spent oh like 50 gosh. to 60 hours on it oh my but gosh. uh the epoxy alone was three three fifty oh and my then gosh. i bought a shit ton of tools because i didn't have the shop up at school mm-hmm. so that all went into it and now i uh i sold the table not mad i learned a lot from that that was oh, my yeah. first i guess legit product that i put a lot of time and effort into and like finished it out so it felt really good to accomplish like such a long goal but i was thinking i was gonna make like three or four of those this summer in psalm for like a grand <laughs> that didn't not happen my that's okay i'm not mad yeah for sure bro no it like it kicks ass bro that thing is sweet thank you how um where like where did you one first of all where did you get the wood for it and two did the idea come from the wood or did the idea come from you just wanted to do it and then found the wood dude so I, I had the idea that I wanted to make a live edge table, okay. but I didn't know what I wanted to do or mm-hmm. anything at all. And it was kind of like a slow progression of miracles. It was like, I was just thinking that a month later I end up at my aunt's house and she has this giant slab of pine in her front yard. I was like, what are you guys doing with that? They're like, Oh, that's Morgan's. She's not going to do anything with it. So she calls him or calls Morgan and she's like, yeah, I'm not going to use that. You can have it. So they give it to me. That's so sick. And I end up making it flat, spend so much time because I didn't have a belt sander or anything. I was just using hand tools. And <laughs> it was sick. And then I welded a base for it and yeah. was like going to be done. And then I had this wild idea. I should do a river table and put a fish in it. And that's when I found those fish and was like, all right, we're sending it. Like, this is the way to do it. So yeah, that's what my YouTube videos have been about. I like 
just posted shit about me <laughs> making a table, and nobody watches, but I don't care because it's Bro, like that's that's how you get started, though. Yeah, you just keep rolling with it. Yeah. No viewers, you just yeah. keep rolling, dude. It's well, the crazy thing is those cabin videos blew up for no reason. Really? Like, yeah, no dude. Way. The second one I posted has seventy three thousand views. <laughs> oh. Okay, what's the story behind this cabin? How'd you get into that? Oh my gosh. Okay, so the cabin, I like. That's another thing I want to do is I want to build my own house. And I want to build an A-frame eventually. So, crazy thing. I'm just thinking in the back of my head. Like, it would be so sick to build an A-frame or, like, at least learn from someone to build an Mm A-frame. And it's kind of like Stella's dream as well. Okay. We want to at least have, like, an Airbnb cabin that's an A-frame. And my professor hits me up one day, just texts me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? (laughs) It's like... I'm chilling, man. I'm trying to run a business, but it's not working very good. He's like, oh, you want to come help me build a cabin? I was like, sure, yeah, okay. So I just commit to it. He's like, I'll give you 200 bucks a day. I was like... 200 a day? Yeah, it's not much. Well, it depends on the hours you put in, right? But what? Yeah. Did, how many... We were doing probably eight to ten hour days. Okay. So it wasn't too bad. That's still not, yeah, that's not no, bad at all. No. Um, but I was just in it for the experience. I didn't oh, care yeah. how much money. And plus, that was tax-free. It was on Venmo. That's true. IRS yeah. don't know that. Fuck you, IRS. Yeah, dude. There's 87,000 <laughs> of them running running loose right now that they're just about to get hired. So uh hope none of them are listening to this. Watch yourself. Yeah. No, but they hired me on, and my professor's just like this wizard of a woodworker. And he knew that I'm pretty proficient with my hands. So with zero experience at all. He hires some barefoot hippies and me to build a cabin, <laughs> and we just send it, dude. And we just got done with all the framing, all the sheathing, like all the major structural work mm-hmm. in a month and a week. That's nuts. And it's a 2,400-square-foot cabin. Oh, my gosh. That's we, pretty big. It was for an huge, A-frame. dude. Oh, yeah, for an A-frame, it was huge. huge. Like, I had no clue what I was getting myself into. And so it had three top stories, and then a bottom level was a basement. Okay. At the very top. It's like... 35 feet tall oh and you're gosh. just sitting up there shimmying or on a grigri like moving yeah. sheathing around and it was pretty savage it, it was looked, fun though looked like you were having some fun on that yeah, on that swing legit. you made up there <laughs> dude i was te- i was literally just fucking around having fun yeah. swinging like a kid is is good time though dude that's awesome bro yeah so this professor was he like one of what what did he teach when he's you were, my woodshop teacher he's your woodshop teacher yeah. okay yeah and this is up at Log- in logan mm-hmm. utah okay. state all right, all Gold right. Scott Greenhall. He's the man. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. What's uh, what is it that you went to? Like, what was your major called up at school? So I'm still studying. I got okay. two more semesters. It's called oh, outdoor product and design. You're close, bro. I'm close. I'm a senior. It's time to get serious with oh, life, yeah. bro. But uh, yeah, OPDD up at Utah State. It's one of the coolest majors I've ever heard of slash seen in my life oh yeah i like, didn't even know it was it existed until you had gone into yeah, it yeah like, most right. people have no clue and it's so cool because they literally just teach you how to like design stuff the first two semesters mm-hmm. and you're like making small things here and there but then you get into like your junior and senior year and you have like these big capstone projects where you're like going through the whole design process learning how to make something from start to finish like prototype one through four or whatever you want to do it's kind of all up to you yeah yeah for sure but they teach you how to like fully be a designer. It's That's legit. So sick. Yeah. So these belts came from that, from some of the stuff you had done there. Totally. Well, yeah. Yeah. I I didn't use any design process on those. Really? I literally just sent it and it worked. So. Damn, bro. Yeah. How did you uh, how, like when you? I guess okay. What came first, the belt or the nut? <laughs> That's <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, dude. So uh, last semester. There's like a exhibit where all the seniors show off what they had made. Mm-hmm. And there's this kid named, oh, I'm spacing his name. That's all right. It's like Kohler or something. I don't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. Excuse me if you're listening to this, son. But uh, <laughs> he had made a, it wasn't a belt. Actually, it was a belt, but he used like a G-hook on the oh. belt. I was like, dude. And I asked him where he got the webbing. He's like, oh, Seattle Fabrics. It's good stuff. I was like, Okay. Didn't think anything of it. Like three months later, um, you know Tommy Caldwell? Yeah, of course I know Tommy Caldwell. Yeah, Tommy's the man. Good he, dude. Haven't seen him in a long time, though. Literally. <laughs> Sawyer, Sawyer, him, and I went on a little backpacking trip in southern Utah. Mm-hmm. And Tommy had on a belt that was made OG by Chenard Designs. Like, 
No you know, Yvonne way. Chouinard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like before Patagonia was yeah, made. Yeah, straight up. Dang, bro. So Have Yvonne, you read that book, by the way? Yeah, dude. Let My People Go Surfing. It's a great book. That's legit. I, dude, I just gave it to my parents to put into their wall. Because they're doing a time capsule in their new house. Oh, no way. I was like, oh, I got to have my great-grandkids read that. Dude. So we threw it in. That's a great, like, especially for something that, or for what you're doing, I feel like that book is a huge inspiration. Dude, 100%. Like, the dude was just gritty, and he just was having fun and just making stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I love the whole, like, I love the whole dynamic of him just being like, I just need money to go, to go climb, to go surf. Yep. That's it. Literally. I'm just doing this so that I can go play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sells crap rugby shirts for like <laughs> two, three months out of the year. And then goes like travels. corduroy pants. He's like, these are the best outdoor pants ever. Yeah. Everybody just takes his word for it. <laughs> yep. Legendary man. Yvonne so Savage. Man. Anyway, continue. Sorry about that. I interrupted. Dude, no sweat. But Tommy Caldwell has a nut belt on. I had never seen that shit. And I was like, dude, I'm going to make that. So I just went for it and threw a hex on like the lathe, the metal lathe, and just cut it in three pieces and was Mm -hmm. like, okay, let's drill some holes in it and tap some threads. So I did that and then used just some regular screws, threw them in there, and it made a belt. Dang, man. Yeah. (laughs) No, I love this belt, man. It's awesome. Dude, it gets her done. Charbo, baby. Charbo. Where'd you come up with the name Charbo? Dude, it's actually kind of like a a touching story. (laughs) Really? I figure Bo has to do with Bo Ritchie. Yeah, totally. Yeah, with Bo Ritchie. Totally. So it's literally just sharing Bo. And my logo is the sun, which represents Jesus. I thought Bo is a brilliant inspiration. Yeah, he's just like Christ. And so the sun and the moon, and then 12 strands of DNA around. I have some funky beliefs about (laughs) this human existence, but basically I believe that at like our highest level of evolution as beings, which is probably spirit beings or etheric. Yeah. Uh, we have like 12 helices. I don't know how to explain this over a podcast, but basically <laughs> we have 12 chakras okay. in our energy meridian is my belief. Hmm. And it goes from the seven in your core to like outer chakras. And those are like your auras okay. essentially. So that's what the 12 chakra or DNA strands are, I guess, representing around the sun and the moon. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty dope, man. It's pretty interesting. So, so for those of, so for people that don't know who Bo was, do you want to explain a little Dude, bit about Bo the impact he had on people that, and what happened with him? That kid was an angel. So Truly. He, he came into my life junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. No, I think sophomore year. Whenever I started dating Cheyenne, I think sophomore year. No, because it's when he started dating Cheyenne's sister. Yeah. So I guess junior year. Well, because I want to say you were dating Cheyenne a few months before I started dating Megs. Yep. So, and I started dating her like beginning of senior year. So yeah, it would have been like end of junior year probably. Yeah. Okay. So that's when Bo came into our lives and he was just like the brightest light ever. He Mm -hmm. was just a sweetheart to everyone and anyone and he was always so kind Never judged anybody. Is like literally the best example of what like a modern day Jesus would be in my eyes. And he's yeah. like 17, 16 years old. He just drove around a yellow Jeep and literally just loved life. Mm-hmm. And he was all like, I don't know. Everybody has their problems. But that kid was just so loving and so full. Mm-hmm. And he was such a bright light for everyone in that hard time when we were going to school because during that year we had had like what 16 18 suicides our junior year some crazy and that was when we first met this bow yeah and like we had close friends that either attempted to die or did die and he was just kind of that light that at the very least brought me out of a funk yeah and then our senior year, when he was dating, yeah, I was still with Cheyenne. He was with China. Mm-hmm. He just went on a razor ride with a homie, like for a camping trip on the weekend, and ended up flipping the razor and it crushed him. And Dang. it caught everybody by surprise. Like the homie is with Austin Tincher. You remember Austin? Yeah, I remember yeah. Austin. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what he went through. Oh, yeah. 
I saw him the other day, actually. Dude, no way. That was a Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> in Best Buy? Yeah. It was, uh, That's crazy. I was working. It was the best. Wait, you're working Best Buy? Yeah, I work there like super part-time. Get that oh, sweet, dude. sweet discount. That's chill. Yeah, dude. That's how you nice. got this sick TV? Uh, I think I bought that before. Nice. But that's how I got this Xbox and pretty much all of those games. Dude, what Xbox is that? I've never even seen one like that. That's the, uh, that's the newest one, the Series X. The Series X. So yeah. what's different about that? It's just like faster. Like load times, you don't have load it's times. Just... It's crazy, dude. It's nuts. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's nuts, bro. I like... So it just has like a bigger processing chip or yeah, you have there's... better Wi-Fi or it's just it's the next generation. So it was like the step up from like the 360 gotcha. to the Xbox One. This one's the one up from that. So What's it it's pretty again? cool. The Xbox Series X. Series X. Yeah, okay. Bro. Not playing video games anymore, man. I admire that. <laughs> you're working hard. You're doing good stuff. Dude, I'm trying to. Like it's great. It's great stuff, man. There's nothing wrong with playing video games. I had <laughs> so much fun playing like Rainbow Six Siege and Dude, all the Call of Duties game. and Fortnite. But I don't know. I'm at a I'm at a point in my life where, as opposed, like I don't know how to word this without. Eh, doesn't matter. Yeah, Whoever doesn't gets matter. offended, it's their fault. Yeah, but. <laughs> I, I just like to enjoy life as much mm-hmm. as I can, and I feel like doing it outside as opposed to like sitting behind a screen is kind of the best way to just feel Absorb fulfilled it. and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. But like, still, there's nothing wrong. Like, I'll still watch TV. Oh, I'm yeah. on YouTube all the time. Bro, YouTube's magic. It's, dude, it is wizardry. Like, right. I've learned so much from YouTube. It's the best. YouTube University, baby. Oh, yeah, there, bud. It's good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good side note, good side tangent. But yeah, dude, back back to Bo. <laughs> oh, Bo. Bo, yeah. he, dude, he had he's a good dude. He was, and who knows where he is? He's probably just floating around as some cosmic energy, as right. a vibration somewhere, or he is just. I guess it doesn't really matter. I'm not yeah. worried about what happens after this. I'm just knowing that it's going to be fun while I'm here. Right. Yeah. That's what you do, man. That's the whole goal. Dude, Bo was a good kid, man. Every single time I saw him, I was always like, man, do you ever stop smiling? <laughs> Literally the biggest cheese. Dude, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, and everybody, like, everybody in our school, when that stuff happened, we were all like, one, we were shaken, but two, we were like, let's, like, celebrate who he was, because that's Literally. what we know he would have wanted. Literally. Like, I've never, I don't know if I've seen anybody have more of an impact on so many different people it was wild. than him, bro. It was wild. It's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts, man. Like... I think that was the most beautiful funeral I've ever been to because it wasn't necessarily sad. Like, maybe there was mm-hmm. some emotions of sadness or sorrow, but most people were like, wow, this kid impacted so many people at such a young age. Let's celebrate. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was so cool. That's so awesome, man. And I'd only crossed paths with him a couple times. Yeah. Like, during Treat Friday and stuff. Dude, straight up. So like, That's the smiling kid. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember distinctly when I first met him, I was like, yo, what's your name? He was on Bo, and I was like, do you spell it Bo, like B-O, or do you do it the cool way, the bougie way, B-A-A-U, and he was all the bougie way. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Heck yeah. He was dope, man. He's a good kid. So that's where Sharbo came from, huh? Yeah. So the Sharing Bo. Sharing Bo. Sharing right. his light. Dang, man. And you can find we can find you on Etsy? Etsy, Instagram, YouTube, all oh. the same handle. All under Sharbo. Yep. And that's where we can find the, the videos of the A-frame, too? You already know. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and there's more in the works, dude. I don't want to necessarily divulge my. I'm gonna share. All right, let's do this it. Is coming out in October, I'll probably yep, do these things October first. So, um, so I think my next plan for what I'm gonna do is so at least this semester. I don't know about the next semester. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna work on designing a truck bumper for okay. like overlanding, off-roading, you name it. I'm not gonna go into too many details because it's gonna be. It's going to be hype, bro. Well, that's a big project, <laughs> It's going to be sick, yeah. Damn. And I'm going to try to launch on Kickstarter. So I'm going to need okay. either a swag or somebody to make me a lit video because oh, this yeah. thing's got to pop off. Bro, a swag's the guy to go for that. But uh, for, doing that, go ahead. I was going to say, for the viewers that are wondering who a swag is, you're probably going to meet him here in this next episode. He's hey. uh, he's the buddy that is going through, uh, he went through um, the World Series of Poker. <laughs> Took 40th overall. That his was first the time ever. Coolest thing ever. <laughs> it was so cool. All of us were so hyped on Snapchat. It was always like, dude, what's going on? How are you doing? Yeah. Where are you ranked right now? What's your trip count? Like every 20 minutes. Dude, I was so obnoxious with it. Dude, everybody was. Oh, yeah. Everybody was so stoked. Because we all wanted to know so bad. Yeah. 
Dude, wasn't his final chip count like 1.5 million or something? Oh, something like that. And I mean, then, I think his highest was like, I want to say like 15. No, maybe it was less than that. Maybe it was like 11. I don't know. We'll ask him in the details and we can go over it later. But. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just pulling numbers out of my ass. Hey, me too, man. I don't even remember. I remember talking to him right after that happened, though, and I was like, bro, you absolute legend. He just, like, gets it. He's got a knack for the game. Yep. On top of knowing him, he's put yep. in so much time. So much time. Like, that's what happens when you put in a lot of time towards something, practice, and, like, master something. Of course you're going to do well. Oh, yeah, dude. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my goal with this podcast. Dude, exactly. We're just learning. Right? Yeah. Little by little. First episodes might be a little bit scratchy, but that's cool. That's cool. We're just going to keep rolling. Dude, we've been flowing well. I don't know what you're talking about. I like this. No, this has been good so far. Yeah. This is a great episode. Yeah, it's so. chilling. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Tell me some more. What uh, you got? You got Charbo rolling. Yes. Doing the A frame. That's also kind of part of that. Um, dude, how's the, how's the crypto market going? You're one of for for anybody that doesn't know, my boy Drake here is the biggest advocate for XRP <laughs> I've ever met. I've never just in crypto in general. Absolute wizardry is coming out of your out of your mind, my guy. Dude, not right now, but uh. I've done a lot of research. It's a tough market right now. That's it for is sure. a tough market, but that's like, I wish I had more money because I'd be buying more because yeah. that's what I did during COVID. Like when everybody gets scared is when you should probably buy because mm-hmm. that's when prices are low. And of course it's going to go up. Like you can oh, yeah. see how the trends go. It's up, dip, up, dip, whatever. But yeah, I got into that shit when it was 17 cents. So I'm still up 2x. I'm not mad. Eventually, I think it's... I'm not going to say any numbers. I just know that it's going to be used for the new financial system. Totally. And that's that, dude. (laughs) I think there's going to be a handful, maybe like 100, 200 coins that are used for whatever the new digital financial system is. Mm -hmm. Um, And then everything else, like all the shit coins and stuff like Doge that have no use case will just go away. (laughs) Um, I wish it would be sweet to get on those train rides because people became millionaires literally overnight because of Elon Dude. Musk. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Dude, if I I keep seeing things on like Instagram and stuff that are like, what would be one thing you tell yourself at 18 years old or 16 years old or whatever? <laughs> and I keep thinking like, bro, that was like right when Dogecoin came out. Buy like what three words Dogecoin. be do- buy Dogecoin? Yep. That'd be it, dude. Yep. Because it, like, it blew up. But does money make happiness? It does not, but it definitely solves a lot of my problems. It solves a lot of my <laughs> problems, too. Hot damn. Yeah. It's like, it is not easy being poor. Yeah. Dude, life's just not easy in general. But That's being true. poor just adds worry. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to get out of lately. Like, I've been way too in my head. Way too... Too much in the monkey brain, just thinking too much. <laughs> Literally, I've been like overstressing because I'm about to start a family when I graduate college. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can make stuff and I don't want to go work a nine to five job. But like, what is that product that's going to hit? What is going to actually sell and like benefit people and benefit the world somehow? Yeah. And that's kind of like the problem that's been racking my mind. And it made me insanely anxious. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I'm sure other people listen to this podcast do the same shit, but I've been smoking and drinking for the last, like, five or six years. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been doing it just to, like, mask my anxiety. Yeah, like self-medicate. Straight up. Yeah. And I'd always give people shit for, like, taking pills or eating too much junk food or consuming too much Instagram. But it's all literally the same stuff. It's yeah. all just a vice to distract you from addressing your subconscious issues in your mind yeah and now i like i'm not gonna say i'm fully sober like i was hitting a vape last night at a concert <laughs> my man hey a time but and a place okay a time, a time and a place, place. And but a concert dude, is definitely that place. straight up like i didn't need i was at that concert i felt like an alien for like 20 minutes when everybody's drinking <laughs> didn't care <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was the first time I'd been sober at a big social event, probably for, like, four or five years. Really? It was so, like, I always am either drinking a little bit, doing a little bit of molly, taking some shrooms, or smoking dope. Yeah. Literally. And last night, it was the first time I was sober at Beach House, and I literally got high off the music. Like, the vibrations of those tunes were tickling my soul, man. (laughs) That's amazing. It was wild. Like... 
Bro, Beach House is a good one to get oh, get it going, too. Such a vibe. They're yeah. great. Like, you can have a good time no matter what you're doing. But, dude, I don't know. I'm 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 working towards going all natural. I just have like this core instinct, like my heart and my body, like my soul, my body and my heart. They're tired. Dude, <laughs> I've been doing this for too long, and people Bro. like it's just I, I'm ready to like up level to the next stage of my existence, and I feel like these things are just holding me back. Honestly, dude, bur- burnout is real. Straight up, burnout is straight real, up, man. Like. It gets to a point, or it got to a point sometimes, where I had like a dab pen, a little vape pen, and I'd smoke that like 13, 14 times a day. And it it wasn't even, a, I wasn't getting high. I was literally getting to a state of normal, because whenever I wasn't doing that, that anxiety would kick me in the face. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't realize I was anxious, because I was always covering it with a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. And I was numb for 99% of the time. So I tried to quit everything cold turkey like two weeks ago, just flat out. No nicotine, no weed, no alcohol. Yeah. And the first two days, I thought I was going crazy. (laughs) I literally could not stop worrying about the dumbest shit. (laughs) The dumbest shit. Like I... I would just go on these these tangents in my head like, yeah. well, what if this happens? Like, I can't provide for my family. I'm a loser. Blah, blah, blah. Just like so much negative. Yeah, like yeah. over analysis, just negatively talking to myself. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not like this. What is going on? And then it clicked. I was like, oh, no shit. I've been anxious for like my whole life and never dealt yeah. with it. And now I'm trying to go stone sober with nothing. Dude. Like. I've gone sober on vacations and stuff, but I've always brought like zins and just hit it mm. when I'm chilling with my family so that I get me that. through. But literally trying to kick all your vices stone cold. Dude. If you can do that with no issues, I commend you, sir or ma'am. Dude. That is savage. For real, man. <laughs> Dude, I have a coworker that keeps telling me he's, he's going to quit drinking. And I know that he can. Yeah. Like he's the type of dude that's got the strong enough willpower. Oh, yeah. But he's also like, uh, like he'll drug text me all the time, dude. It's always, and it's always like a song or like a meme that like I'm not expecting, just randomly. Oh, that's awesome, dude! It's great, man. But like, why does he want to stop drinking? That. I think it's because he just like he thinks he he knows he doesn't need it. Yeah. But then too, I think he's also trying to be a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. Like he uh, is my coworker Mario. Um, so I'm probably Mario. gonna tell him. Yeah, his name is Mario. Nice, dude. He's great. But uh, he, oh yeah, that was stuck to your sock. I wasn't sure if it was yours or not, but it's a. It's a pin. Yeah, I think it was on the ground. I think it was Meg's. Nice. Anyway, but um, but no, he uh, he, bro, I've never met a person who loves their son more than him. Really? Like, yeah. But he he devotes like if he's not working, he's devoting a lot of his time to helping his son get better at football. No way. Like, and his son is solid. Like, he he plays quarterback for his team. Yeah. And like, he really is pushing him to try and like. He wants to make it to the NFL. And so he's like, if, if you want to make it to the NFL, then we're going to freaking work. Grind. And he's, dude, he's doing great, man. That's dude, awesome. I respect that. Yeah, I respect dude. that a lot. Because a lot of people, they get caught up in their own their own thing. And mm-hmm. they don't realize like the whole, well, not the whole purpose, but a lot of the purpose of being a parent is to like help your kids fulfill their dreams. Yeah, totally. In my opinion. Well, and it's cool because you can see that that's his dream. Yep. His dream is helping his kid get his dream. It's legendary. That's it. my dream. Really? Like, I want, dude, literally, I just want to have enough financial, like, I don't need to be uber wealthy. I would love that. Yeah. Sick. One day crypto goes buku bonkers and we have millions, whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Like, it just eliminates one side of the It's literally one right? worry. That's yeah. it. That, like, life is so complex. Money doesn't solve hardly anything except for financial worries. That's it. But it definitely makes things easier, which it's is nice. So true. Um... But yeah, I just want to like be able to harness a home where my kids can be creative, like as creative as possible. They have like you got to be relatively structured. Otherwise, your kids just take advantage of you and Mm -hmm. slap you around. Oh, yeah. Push all your buttons. But they make uh, (laughs) make sociopathic kids, man. (laughs) Literally, bro. Just 
playing mind games with their parents. I don't mm-hmm. need that. But uh, I just want to like be able to nurture them with enough love and enough uh, creative guidance that they can like find what they really enjoy doing when they're young, and then just pump that juice into them, help them establish their place in the world. That's dope, man. That's the goal. That's a great goal, dude. Bro, how many kids do you want to have? Probably two or three. Two or three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're on the same boat too. Yeah. I'm Bro. pretty. Go ahead. No, no, no keep going. I was going to say, I'm pretty dead set on having boys. But I, like, dude, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, boys would be sick because they're easier in some ways but harder in others. Yeah. But girls, man, I don't want some dude, some jackass coming to take my little baby yeah. out on a date. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's, like, dudes like us. We're sweet, in my opinion. Maybe maybe we're not to other people, but I don't care. <laughs> I feel that. Bro, if like, you're anything like your dad, though, you got, you're going to be pumping out boys left and right, my guy. Apparently, it's all about when you do it in the ovulation cycle. Really? That's what they say. At the end of the ovulation cycle, you're more likely to have boys. I think that's some bogus nonsense, but well, I don't that's, know. Well, there might be something to it's that, It's because it's when the egg is lower in the uterus and hmm. male sperm is a little more lazy, a little slower. Female sperm is like... <laughs> Your That's giggle is wild, bro. <laughs> That's theory, bro. Oh, that's a good one, dude. Dude, I heard this from... I don't even know who I heard that from. I just remember it vividly. I was like, okay, that's that's possible. Let's go with it. It's <laughs> <laughs> complete crap, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, that's so funny, dude. I was oh, going to say... <laughs> I was going to say there might be something to that, because, like... <laughs> I was I was talking to Megs the other day and she was saying yeah. they they found that like the egg is selective of the really? the sperm that it allows in. So that's what makes me think like oh maybe later in the cycle the egg is more willing to accept an an XY than it is to accept an X X, you know what I mean? The XX. But I don't I don't, I don't know how geometry works. So <laughs> I don't geometry. I eh? couldn't remember biology, so I just <laughs> threw in the whatever ology I could remember, think yes. of at the time. Yes. But yeah, love dude, it. It's great stuff. Well, man. dude, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think you're probably right on the ladder. I gave my thesis, not my thesis, my theory. My theory, yeah. And uh, I think you've got more of a uh, solid, <laughs> solid <laughs> grasp of what's going on. Yeah, that's a better hypothesis. Yeah, that's a. It's an interesting way to think. Maybe we'll find out one day. We'll figure it out. Dude, I'm not uh, worried about it. More importantly, how do you feel about UFOs, man? Holy shit, bro! Dude, the CIA released all the documentation. Oh yeah, like like they're hundred percent real. Yeah, and they did that just because they knew nobody would be fucking paying attention because yeah. they're all scared of COVID. Right? Of course. It was, I think it was a mixture of that and being like, "Yeah, man, black people in this country, man." <laughs> it was like right at the height of that too. <laughs> COVID had started. Literally, everybody was going off on Black riots. Lives Matter. Then it was like, "Oh hey, uh, we're just gonna we got slip aliens." This in. And a couple of people were like, are we not acknowledging this? And the people were like, on. it doesn't matter, dude. Black people are being oppressed. <laughs> Think about it, dude. Dude, it's facts. You're not wrong. Like, yeah. That is how the common narrative works. They steer the ship where they want it, and they mm-hmm. hide little morsels where they don't want you to see. Because, exactly. like, whatever the masses are, I don't, like, I try not to pay attention to news. But, of course, like, Instagram and YouTube, like, you always hear dumb shit oh yeah like i've gone down so many rabbit holes but bro conspiracies are so fun they're so fun they're so fun but they've also fucked me up (laughs) (laughs) they've done it to all of us bro yeah i still have a tinge of believing the moon landing wasn't real dude i do a little bit too because that like i've seen videos of them like taking pictures in a studio yeah dude straight up and like some of the shadows are off yeah dude how could the flag be waving i don't get that i'm telling you (laughs) look i think we've been to the moon i'm not sure if we've been to the moon the first time okay that's where i'm at that's i'm I'm in concurrence yeah i think they did that to win the space race that's and that's what that was my theory too i'm like i don't know if we did it the first time but we've definitely been there definitely granted bro how have we not been back, right? It took less than what's in our smartphone in order to get us to the moon, and we can't go Literally. back. That's bull crap. Well, dude, honestly, I've been listening to this crazy man on YouTube. 
<laughs> like he's a wild child, dude. He's been blowing my mind. He he studies numerology, gematria, and astrology, Dang. and he uses them all to do crypto analysis. But he also <laughs> goes in like in straight like he's all about esoteric beliefs. All this random, like, mind-blowing crazy... Like, at first, I was like, I don't know if I can listen to this guy. Yeah. And then I just kept listening, and I was like, okay, this is, this is kind of interesting. I don't know if bad. it's legit, but I'll listen. Yeah. But he... Dude, he doesn't necessarily believe in flat earth or spherical earth. He believes <laughs> there's, like, a firmament dome over the earth that's Ooh. literally like a... It's like a hologram. <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> he's like elon musk is just sending rockets to the firmament and they just blow up I'm like dude all right whatever man <laughs> oh, I love it. but it's wild dude like a lot of what he does and says has held up like really? he used to do crypto um what i'm spacing the word he would do it's not guesses predictions, predictions. crypto price predictions yeah and he did them when he first started his YouTube channel just to get some traffic in there, like showing like Gamatria numerology is legit and it's what these big engines run off of. Because yeah. it's all like divine mathematics. That's what he believes and I like honestly believe Fibonacci now. sequences yeah, and stuff? Yeah, okay. well, it's stuff like that. It's literally just, so numerology and Gamatria are like taking the math of essentially the universe, kind of like what, uh, yeah. Fibonacci ties into it. The same thing as like Fibonacci polls on a a chart for crypto analysis. But oh, dude, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, that's how a lot of people like. So there's this thing called Wyckoff accumulation. Okay, and it plays along. Like, bro, how did there's you learn too much so much about crypto? Because I've been studying for two years. I appreciate. It. Give me. I'm a sponge, bro. One, talk to me like I'm five, okay, and two, also talk to me like I'm not five at the same time. Yes. All right. So Fibonacci. Retracement yep. levels. Okay. Basically, it's a chart of levels that you pull on a crypto chart. So okay. usually what you're doing with a retracement is you'll pull from the pinnacle of the all-time high of a bear market. Okay. And then you'll pull to the all-time low, which would have been COVID last year. And there's levels that range from like the very – so it goes from like 0.023 – all the way up to 1.618 and even higher. Okay. Um, no, the 4.236 extension is usually like where markets kind of cap out. So okay. essentially, this man I follow, BCB, blockchain backer on YouTube, he's a savage. All right. But he does right. crazy chart analysis. And he's, yeah, he's taught me um, a lot about chart analysis and he'll do those polls. And he did this before Bitcoin went all the way to 69K. He would nice. pull that, and he was, like, hinting towards it. He's not saying this is exactly what's going to happen, but he's like, Bitcoin is going to go between 65 and 72 grand. Okay. And he was saying this for two years, and it literally hit 69,200, whatever. That's so crazy. And he crazy. did that based off of pulling Fibonacci levels, based off of what the cycle had done prior. Yeah. So that man's a legend, and... The Waters Above Crypto guy kind of does the same stuff, but he adds some more tools in and just kind of blows my mind even more. Like he called some random price targets back when XRP was like bouncing up towards like $2. Yeah. He literally called that it was going to reverse and then go back up to $1.40 and then go down to like $0.68. Cents. And that's exactly what it happened. Holy and he crap. used he did that just straight off of Gematria and Numerology. Oh, dude. I was like, bro, what? Because oh, he take dude. he has like this. Uh, I keep trying to say gematria, but it's gematria. Okay. He has this gematria calculator, and you just type in words. So like XRP has certain, I guess, numbers that tie to the name slash. So he'll type in like XRP or Ripple XRP, which is XRP's parent company. Yeah. And it's connected to the fifteen, and he talks about how that connects to planets and xrp is a saturn coin because it's huh. a fi- yeah so it's all really out there weird stuff yeah but it was working and it like blew my mind so much i just kept studying it and now it's like i haven't studied it enough life is very busy but oh, yeah. it's really enticing and i'm gonna keep learning because i think there's some validity to it 
I think that's it is like the mathematics of the universe, and that's kind of what the elites, whatever you'd call them. Yeah, the lizard people. Yes, the apex predators. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, apparently we're all just like beings of light, and these people are like uh, the harvesters of our energy. It's like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, so it's literally like an alien race that just siphons our energy. And that's what we're seeing in the UFOs. Yeah, baby. Full circle, no, baby. Dude, there's, there's also good aliens as well. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely think that we haven't been in nuclear war because of these aliens. Straight up. I, think, I genuinely think that there's been stuff that hasn't gone into the news about some country shooting off a nuke and some alien intercepting that thing. Just like us. catching it with a radar beam or something oh, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> shooting that thing off into space i'm telling you just bro. like rick and morty shooting a giant baby into space yeah dude naruto man <laughs> such a good kid oh man dude that's crazy you know what it's inspired me i'm gonna start predicting stuff by absolutely by other terms that have nothing to do with them i'm gonna look sure. at like flood levels in zimbabwe and see how that relates to like <laughs> tesla stock Research it, bro. Just make like a bullshit YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, global warming, I mean, climate change is uh, really affecting the water levels in Zimbabwe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That means Tesla stock's going yeah. down. Tesla stock is about to shoot through the roof. But, but imagine, it's going to tank first. So be dude, careful. Imagine you just pull some shit like that out of your butthole and then it literally plays out. Dude. <laughs> It'd be so funny. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Well, dude, I honestly like. I think it all depends on how big of a following you have. That's why I think that, like, science and NASA have, like, such a big, I guess, rule or role over this influence that individuals have. Yeah. Like, they literally have the biggest followings there are. Yeah. And it's full of the most competent minds in the world because they pulled all the Nazis over and stuck them into their camp because they're all on the same team. Heck yeah, bro. Rest in peace, Werner Von Braun. <laughs> We're probably... Uh, we're not a big enough podcast to get canceled for that yet, so no, we're good there. No. Oh, shoot. I got to plug in my computer. Keep talking. Hold on. Oh, rip. Oh, I just forgot. Hold on. <sighs> All right. Pee break. Pee break. I'll cut this out. We'll be right back. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I'm spewing. No, I love it, bro. Because I love asking questions. And so the less stories that I have to share. But... Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're giving great insight, bro. You're giving good good stuff you're not like just talking nonsense you're like actually going into good stuff i'm trying to we'll talk about wyckoff the wyckoff accumulation i cannot wait because i don't understand what that means but it sounds like masturbation so (laughs) wyckoff jackoff yeah the wyckoff dude the wyckoff is my favorite type of (laughs) the wackoff wyckoff of (laughs) my favorite kink All right, let's get back to it. I mean, we, I mean, I probably would have brought it back here. in by now, so we're chilling. All right. So Wyckoff, who's uh, who's this guy? Dude, Richard Wyckoff. I think I've heard that name before. Excuse me. Yeah, it's still a theory. Okay. But basically, it's the way that uh, investment charts flow. Okay. So it's all based off of one, three, and five waves, and then ABC corrections. So... Like, you could pull up a chart on your computer, or I could just pull something up on my phone. I got you. It'll be a lot easier to... To explain it? Yeah, to understand this, if you are looking at a chart. You can free reign on this. Wyckoff. Who is this guy? Distribution. Dude, he's just this was he like wizard a, of a genius. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, that may have been where I heard it when I was studying for, like, the Series 7 or something, when I was yep. working at Fidelity. Uh, we don't want Wyckoff distribution. We just want Wyckoff theory. Yeah, I know this stuff's kind of boring, but it's important to know how to invest if you want to get out of uh, enslavement. (laughs) If you want to be with the lizard people instead of ruled by the lizard people. No, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I definitely believe that slavery is still a thing. Oh, we're talking about breakouts? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I definitely know what this is. So, basically, well, that's not it. Where is a good diagram? Like, there's one that just nails it. Every time I want to find a good diagram on something that I'm trying to explain, I can never find it. It's so hard. Wyckoff theory. Google images. Freaking step diagram. the game up, bro. You guys suck. Get better diagrams. Yeah, Get better give graphs. Us the good shit, man. Yeah, for real, man. Oh, if I were to liken them to a basketball player, it'd be like Andre Godala. You know, sometimes they're pretty good, but not <laughs> Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I'm not finding a great diagram, but essentially. Mm hmm. 
in all the waves going up on a crypto chart. So yeah. say this is this is a wave. So this would be a one wave. This would be the three wave. This would be the five wave. Yada yada. Yeah. It's things like that. So it basically you could just overlay. And there's also something called the what is it? Hmm. I think it's called something cheat sheet. The I have so much knowledge in my brain, and sometimes it's hard to remember some of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a freaking genius. No, no, no. I'm no, just kidding. Like, I was giving you crap. I, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, as boys, we have box brains. It's so, so, like, it's so true. Girls are spaghetti brain, boys are box brain. We got like boxes of information that we can take out and pull in, but we can't like connect those things. But girls, everything connects, and it makes them seem like they're crazy. That is brilliant. I've never thought about it that way. I think I understand my wife better now. <laughs> Exactly. That's pretty great. It helps a lot. Oh, man. Oh, it's the... And then when you break through one box to another box, you think it's like the biggest breakthrough you've ever had. Dude, Dude, the first time that ever happened, I was high on weed. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Let's see here. I need a Googler. Maybe we should have Megs come in on these podcasts and Google stuff. Dude, straight like Jamie. Just like Jamie. Bro, that's the goal right there. Get a podcast like Joe Rogan. Yep. Have you Economic. listened to Two Bears at all? They're one of my other favorite ones. Two Bears? Yeah, Two Bears, One Cave. Uh-uh. Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. They got a good podcast. Crypto, man. It's such a beast of a thing to try and get into. Oh, dude, it's so intimidating. And that's why I just dove in, because I wanted to learn. Because it is the future, in my opinion. Like, I honestly think that all land, all creation like everything that's unique and valuable will be nft'd really so say like unique architecture yeah say like there's already validation for diamonds on the crypto blockchain that like as far as like like fine lines the difference between like lab diamonds and real diamonds and the clarity of oh yeah and it's run on yeah I'm not going to start dropping names of, of tokens or anything. Taiwanese uh, slaves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my humor is getting darker and darker. I'm sorry. Don't say sorry. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's just like. I'll just throw that in there, you know? Yeah. Dude, it's on the tip of my tongue. Sometimes that happens, you know? I guess it doesn't matter, dude. We're not sharing this today. Oh, that's true. We're just wasting time. Oh, yeah, but that's what's the best part about this podcast. You can do. You can say whatever you want. People may tune out. It doesn't matter. There's other episodes. There's other parts of this podcast that are super interesting. We'll get back into the interesting stuff. Let's this go. This is even interesting. It's just hard to visualize. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I've learned that a lot of the things that are important to learn in life aren't very interesting because if they were interesting, everybody would know about them. Oh yeah. So like oh, yeah. learning about crypto, boring as shit. Learning about Real estate, boring as shit. Learning how to start a business, boring as shit. How to be a YouTuber. That's super fun. <laughs> so everybody's trying to do it. Yep. That's the point. Yep. And like if if you keep following what other people have done instead mm-hmm. of just living your own vibe, you'll probably never get famous because like somebody's already done it that way. Oh, so yeah. how – and it doesn't necessarily need to be about fame. It's just about like – Spreading the good word of whatever you're trying. Like, honestly, there's a lot of shit out there. Oh, yeah, dude. And I feel like the shit gets way more attention just because people love drama and love nonsense. Oh, man, I live it. I breathe it. Oh, I love drama. (laughs) Not my own. I hate my own drama. But I love getting into other people's shit, bro. How do you mean? Dude, just cheese me, bro. I love hearing dirt on other people for some reason. I'm like, would you know. call it cheese pain? <laughs> cheese pain? Uh, cheese may? It's the Spanish word for gossip. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't really. I think I'm just nosy. I think that's what it is. Well, dude, it is interesting, but getting attached to it, I feel like, is yeah. negative. That's where it gets hard. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because then you're just like keeping up with the bullshit yeah that's true just keeping up with the story and like making someone else's dream a reality instead of living your dream so true man i feel like you get caught up in it for sure it's so easy it's one of the easiest things to get caught up in for sure because for me for me it's taken a long time to like disassociate my 
my own life yeah. from like what I hear other people get really into. You know what I mean? And so like I think I used to have really bad FOMO. Yeah. When seeing like people on like Instagram or totally. whatever and stuff like that. It's I've really gotten easy to a to point. Do. Oh yeah, so easy. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to a point now where I'm like I've I've re- I've tried to I've tried to train I've tried to train my brain into just being happy for people, yep. right? No matter yep. what it is. Yep. And so like when there's like good gossip I feel like most of the time my response is always like, oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that's sad for them. Or like try and find the other person's perspective. Yeah. But for the most part, like, I don't know. It's hard to like remove yourself from it. You know what I mean? I feel that. It brings a lot of like sadness and depression. And stuff Dude, it like brings that. emotions for sure. Oh, yeah. And it's important to like feel those emotions, but you can't attach to them like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we as humans, I feel like compare everything. Like we're just... It doesn't matter. Like, whatever it is, we're going to compare it. Like, we just love to be like, this is better than that, or that is better than this, or this is bigger than, you know what I mean? We do that to ourselves. Yeah, all the time. All and the time. Especially to ourselves. And I think that has a lot to do with, like, this mental health thing that's been yep. going on. Like, yep. it's just tough, man. We, we, we've we moved so fast in technology, we can't keep up with our own minds. If that even makes sense. I think it makes sense. Yeah. And we definitely can't keep up with AI. Oh, dude. Or quantum computers. Bro, one day, somebody's going to be able to just pound a computer, man. That bang make... a computer? Yeah, like, like a robot? bang a computer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. straight up. Yeah, and, like, it, dude, and it's going to give it like, all the validation it, yeah. they, that person needs. Yeah, 100%. And then a baby's going to pop out nine months later, bro. Dude, pretty much. They yeah. predicted on Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, are the, what planet was that called? Gazorpazorp. Gazorpazorp field. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they would just send out those sex robots yeah. and then bring them back and then just pump out a little baby. Yep. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that yeah. shit's got to exist. Like, that dude's tapping into some weird stuff because there is infinite timelines and infinite realities. Oh, yeah. I believe so. Oh, I believe like so. Like the multiverse, whatever you want to call that. Even though freaking... Even our, uh, even our own universe, man. Yeah. There's so much in our It's own infinite. Oh, yeah. Infinite. It's crazy. I was thinking about infinity the other, infinity the other day it's hard with to think about. Stella. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And then I was like... <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, that's like true. eternity makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make you sense. you can try to comprehend that in your little pea brain of a human, but we're we're just not supposed to know these things, in my opinion. Well, we view it so linearly, right? Yeah, because yeah. that's how we go through time. Why? Like we view everything we do in like that was before this is now that's later right past present future yep it's so hard to comprehend that there's no there's none of that infinity means that there's not a past there's not a present and there's not a future it's just existence yep that's so crazy to me I, we can't we can't understand that we say that we do no dude no clue i can say those words that i said to explain how i explained it that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense at all no who what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What the heck, bro? It's, it's nuts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, it's really cool. It's cool to ship yourself out, and it's also cool to not know things. That's amazing. Yeah, I love not knowing, dude. Me too. I don't know a lot of shit, bro. I, lo- I don't know about you, but the more I learn, the more I learn that I don't know anything. That's and facts. I love it. That's it facts. makes you so much more humble. Yeah. And I am not the most humble. I am so cocky. Dude, I am so prideful. That's good though. Freaking. You need to. You need to have like a strong ego. I feel that. I feel like you got to have confidence, right? you got to yeah, have a lot of confidence. For sure. If you don't have a strong ego, like if you're egoless, you're selfless. You yeah. don't know yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's how I see it. Yeah, and you got to be in tune with who you are, right? Yeah. you gotta be, You got to find your personal legend. That's a... Have you read The Alchemist? Yeah. Dude. It's one of the best books ever. It's so good. I need to read it more often. Me too. I feel like you got to like dabble in that. Like read it once a year. Yeah, There's a exactly. few books that I feel like are like that. That one in Atomic Habits is yep. one of those where I feel like you definitely got to read that one for. Dude, dude, give I've me been... some book recommendations, man. <laughs> dude, there's books. so many. Holy crap! This one's a little out there, but it, I, it's actually helped me a lot in uh, relationships and just with like personal strength. It's called The Way of the Superior Man. Okay, okay. It's just the savage of a man. He has so much good advice on like how to treat a woman and how to be like confident in yourself. And like I know, I know, like calling yourself or calling someone a superior man is kind of 
I want to say gay. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you can't say that these days, that's how I feel. It's like lame, but there is like, there is simps. There's pussy bitches of men and there's men straight up. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that. Like, you're supposed to rule in harmony with your, your sweetheart. You're not supposed to get bossed around, and you're not supposed to boss her around. Yeah, I feel that. And basically, this guy is just elaborating on how to like flow in harmony with your partner. That's really cool. Because yeah. I feel like most of those books about like alpha males and stuff, I feel like are always like, like I don't know, 15, 20% of, those, of the information of the book is solid, amazing. The rest is bullshit. Yeah, the rest of it just doesn't. Yeah. It's just like how to be the most to- most toxically masculine person you've ever met in your life. Literally, there, like so one. full of yourself. Oh yeah, dude. There was there was one that my brother in law had me read that I, for the most part was pretty good. I liked it, but there were parts in it where I was like, "Bro, you didn't solve the problem. You just walked away from it. Like, you didn't do anything special." It was like, "Yeah, man. Me and my wife we weren't getting along very well, and I, you know, and the way we fixed, we just got a divorce." It was like, "Bro, you just." You just gave up. <laughs> Literally, just gave up. You're not. You're not being a better man. You just gave up. But. But sometimes you're not meant to be with the person. That you're is with. so true. That is very true. Like. And I'm. I'm. I'm not saying it's one person or the other's fault. It's usually both parties. Yeah. Because, like, if you can't solve problems with another individual, you probably shouldn't be with them. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I don't know. I've never been through that, so I can't say. Like, I can't judge that at all. I have no clue what that's like, and I never desire to know what that's like. Dude. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it it's sounds hard, like man. hell. Bro, marriage is an interesting thing for sure. Like, yeah. you don't expect it to be the way that it is. Mm-hmm. You all of a sudden just have to, like, get used to it. Like, you and your significant other were raised in completely different environments, right? 100%. And all of a sudden, you just have to be, you have to make your own environment with them. And a lot of times, it is so hard to figure out yep. like how you're going to do it right there's things that that my wife will do that i'm like why are you doing it that way or that i'll that i'll do something and she'll be like that what is going that's on? absurd why do you what is what is it you're doing yeah like we're doing it this way now and it's like oh, that's not how i'm used to it you know what i mean it's a yeah. lot of change with a lot of yeah. stress i think that's some part of the reason why a lot of people give up on their marriages maybe not though i don't know i'm not i'm not a psychiatrist i'm not a meteorologist i don't know <laughs> Yeah, um, dude, how'd you meet Stella though? This is a good, oh, <laughs> this is a good segue, bro. Man. I've only talked to her the one time when you dropped off that belt, bro. She's a mystery, bro. She seems she's, pretty cool. She's really cool. Um, it's cool because she's really confident in herself and yeah. like in her innate feminine essence, which That's is beautiful. Dope. And like, I'm a pretty masculine man, so having that balance has really helped me out. That's dope. It's brought a lot more. Uh, balance to the chaos of my life which has been nice i like that but uh i met stella like more than two years ago in st george on a camping trip with a bunch of friends from salt lake slash heber oh no way and yeah didn't like saw her and i thought she was beautiful but it wasn't like oh my god that's my wife it's just like wow that girl is intimidating because she's really pretty and really quiet yeah (laughs) and nothing happened for months we uh, ended up hanging out over COVID, the Rona, because we had friends in Salt Lake that just didn't really give a shit. We're like, eh, we're going to have fun. We're not going to worry about this. Yeah, yeah. So we all started hanging out and having like Taco Tuesdays and just vibing out on, uh, during the yeah. COVID, like smoking dope and drinking beers together, because how else do you get through shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how else do you live through the pain of the Rona? Exactly. I love it. So we were doing that, and eventually we just slowly started like talking. So actually... At, like, the beginning of Rona, we had a, like, a yoga, well, I shouldn't say the beginning, but the summer of Rona. Yeah. The first summer. A few months after. Yeah. We had a yoga class in the park that she taught. No way. Yeah. She's a yogi. Yeah. My man. Yoga pants. It's game over. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, yeah, I was, like, doing my yoga, and then I'd just take, like, subtle peeks at her, like. I'm going to need to take this woman on a date. Love, so nice. went up to her after and just chatted her up and then got her number kind of awkwardly and just said thank you for the yoga because it was a vibe. <laughs> and carry on. I'm like kind of scared to ask her out. We uh, keep hanging out during these Taco Tuesdays and then I just sit down on the couch next to her one day 
and we just start talking about how we want to like live off the land. We want to like either move to Montana or somewhere in the mountains yeah. where we can like have a cabin house and like all these virtues that we both wanted deep in our souls aligned. Yeah. And I got her at that point. <laughs> that oh, yeah. wasn't my intention. I was just speaking from my heart. Yeah. But she almost decided like then and there like damn, I like this kid a lot. Yeah. And I kind of wrote her off like a month after we did that. <laughs> like, yeah, so, all, all that stuff was It was cool lame, that. dude. It's my nephew. Hello. He's waving down. <laughs> <laughs> it was lame though cuz uh oh, this is weird telling the story of. <laughs> Girl, I love <laughs> Whatever it. we're sharing. Yeah. Um so I wrote her off uh we went and got coffee in the morning one day and i was like i'm going back to school i don't want to do this long distance thing like we've only been dating for a month i can't put all this into this i'm gonna go explore some more and like see if you're actually like who i'd want to date long term yeah worthwhile so i hang out with a couple other girls and there was a couple good contenders because i had my heart pretty open and I was, like, doing a lot of inner self-work, trying to improve, and girls find that attractive. Yeah, it's true. Because there's a lot of... That's when I met Meg. <laughs> That's when I was exactly, going through that. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was just trying to, like, love myself as much as I can, and, like, broadcasting out that love and, like, feeling true love for yourself really, like, brings girls in that are desiring that as well yeah. in my opinion yeah like worthwhile yeah yeah so then you got them all together and threw them in a cage match and had a fight to the death yes sell a lip no, i'm just kidding no, no so, i only continue. hung out with one or two of them took them on a couple dates and i was just like i don't feel the same as when i'm with that young lady named stella with the dark hair and yeah. the beautiful eyes and so i wrote them all off like i had a pretty hard time with one of them i'm not going to name her name but Kissed her goodbye a random night and decided, like, I'm going to go in on Stella. Heck yeah, man. And I, like, hit her up a random day to come camping up in Logan with me in my truck in the camper I just built. Oh, uh, yeah. She was like, yes, please. <laughs> Party time. So we went camping. It was, like, five degrees, extra cold. But she was nice and warm. She had my negative 20 bag. And then the rest oh, yeah, is bro. history. We've been flowing ever since. Dude, that's awesome. But yeah, she knew she wanted to marry me like two months after we started dating. I was no like, "No way, sweet lord, what are you talking about? That's way too fast." And then that's eventually, still so I sick, was like, though. "Yep." But yeah, that's one thing that that book talks about is like choose a partner that chooses you. What was the book? One more time. The way of the superior. The man. way of the spirit. Yeah, that's right. yeah and I'll go back through here and look it up too. So oh, for sure, good. you'll you'll remember. Yeah. But he talks about how it's all about balance and. There's fire and ice, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if you have like a strong masculine essence, you want to find someone with a strong feminine essence so you guys can like balance together and like create that yin and yang. Mm-hmm. The, the the flow of chi and the flow of energy through this existence. Because then you just help each other. Because like, it's almost foreign for people like that are super masculine like dudes or women that are super masculine because there's masculine women for sure and feminine men it's almost foreign to think the other way so if you can like come together with another person that has the opposite of you then you guys can just morph and learn together and become a team it's pretty interesting no it's crazy i was thinking about that the other day too so i'm glad you brought that up but like because i feel like you know opposites attract and we've assigned like masculinity to men obviously because there's a reason right that more men are more masculine for the most part yeah and more women are more feminine for the most part but like there's definitely a balance right yep some of the most feminine women like just the girliest girls are into the most manly men you know what i mean (laughs) for sure and so like it's just interesting that like yeah when you find that balance of somebody that like equals you out you get this like really it's really nice mix and it's not Balance. like it's easy ever oh, not at all because you literally are coming from two different families slash viewpoints like i grew up lds my whole life and yeah. stella's never been lds and her mom's been drinking wine every night since she was like four yeah that's just how it is and now we're like bringing these two dynamics together and we're just gonna have to make it work and yeah. it will 
That's so sick, man. That's interesting. I'm so happy for you, man. Thank you. I'm happy for you. You guys are vibing still. Thanks, dude. We've been trying. It's had its moments. Oh, of you course. Know. That's just life, though, man. But it's just, man, it's crazy. Two years into marriage, and we've and like the other day, I was like, man, I love you more than I have ever loved you. That's amazing. It's crazy, dude. I'm sure it just gets even better. No, I already know because I've seen other people. Like I've experienced it through other people's example, I guess. Yeah. Like I've seen some old people. Literally, I've never seen people more happy than when they're like dancing with their spouse just like at 80 years old. It's like just such a vibe. I was like, just don't give up. I love it, dude. (laughs) The frail old woman. What do you do to make your relationship last? Just put his socks in the hamper. <laughs> it's always some weird cheesy thing. Literally some it's dumb like, saying. It's just like, make sure the dishes are done when he gets home. <laughs> and then you ask him and he's like, just make sure you you pick up after yourself. Like, it's always that kind of stuff. You Dude, know what I, mean? I don't know if boomers, like, boomers went through some shit. Yeah. But I don't know if they, like, that was a weird time to be alive. weird time. It was like right after all of the crap that happened, all after World War II, like they were living in the height of America, man. They had their own struggles. Everybody oh, does, sure. but like they're all just industrial factory workers, yeah. and then stay-at-home moms living the American dream. Yeah, exactly. And it's the work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. Dang, man. Well, I'm happy for you. It's been a good time, dude. I appreciate it. Thanks for telling me more about Charbo. I've been so con- I've been so curious about it because we, so you know, we don't we don't talk enough. <laughs> Did I say confused? No, you started with confused. And then oh. You went to curious. <laughs> yeah, I've been so curious about it. Yeah, so confused. No, I've been so curious about it because obviously we don't talk as much anymore, which is oh. sad. We need to we need to hang out. Oh, we will, dude. Oh like, yeah. That's what stuff like this is like, dude. You grow older. Yeah. And then you realize, like, damn, I miss my friends, like yeah. the true friends, and then we just reconnect. Oh yeah, man. I still hold on to you guys like crazy. Like I still consider you guys like my bestest friends. Oh, so. dude. Hundred percent. It's just how it goes, man. Hundred percent. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. We, Thanks for uh, having me. I had a good time. It was a pleasure. You did too. I did too. You made me laugh. I Thanks, love bro. laughing. <laughs> no, I love laughing too. It was a good time. <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, we'll have to do this again sometime, but uh, oh, thanks for will. coming and uh, let's call it. Yeah, whenever this blows up, like multi-millions of uh, listeners, <laughs> I'll be back on for sure. Oh, hell yeah. When Charbo's exploded and even bigger than it was before. That's the only way to succeed is dream big. <laughs>